Leaders are needed most when there is a problem. Certain emotionally charged situations are going to test your leadership resolve. When stressed, you must learn to maintain your composure so you can effectively respond to the situation at hand. Hi, everyone. This is Jim Riviello, and I want to welcome you to the Getting Results Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, so let's get started. Results matter. In fact, we're paid to get results. So the big question is this. How do business leaders like us, who really want to do the right thing and make a difference, how do they get results? How do they effectively lead others in the face of adversity? And how do they find the strength and courage to role model the behavior they want to see in others? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jim Riviello, and welcome to Getting Results. Hey everyone, this is Riv, and in this episode, I want to talk about how to maintain your composure when stressed. Maintaining your composure, especially when stressed, is a critical element of leadership. Let me tell you a story. About five years ago, somewhere around there, yeah, about four or five years ago, I was at someone's office, and I remember hearing a ton of yelling from down the hall. I just, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. And I didn't go down the hall, as I figured it was none of my business, but later I learned the boss was yelling at their team for some error or oversight or something they thought they made a mistake at. And I I don't remember the exact details, but I I remember just being like blown away. Like I couldn't believe what I was hearing and the language that was coming out of the, the person's mouth. And I didn't make the connection right away, but later it hit me. This was one of the reasons why no one respected this boss's leadership. It was clear the team did not think this person Think of this person as a leader. Their behavior was simply unpredictable. Like you didn't know what you were going to get. It was very volatile. Sometimes they were pleased and happy and other times not. It was hard to tell. Now roll forward to today, right? The good news is that most leaders today have cleaned up their act. I mean, yelling is very rare in many office situations, and it's a lot less common than it was years ago, but it still happens from time to time, unfortunately, right? And when it does, the emotional drain it has on others is far-reaching. So here's the thing. Being a boss doesn't make you a leader. Let me say that again. Being a boss does not make you a leader. We have a tendency to call everyone a leader these days, but the label alone doesn't make you one. See, maintaining your composure when stressed is part one of a six-part series I'm going to be doing over the next few weeks on leadership effectiveness. It's a topic I think is, is, is long overdue, and I want to unpack this at a couple of different layers. And first and foremost is maintaining your composure. And I say that because maintaining your composure is an important element of leadership. It sends a positive signal to others that you are consistent, you are reliable, and you are effective when you maintain your composure. In fact, your team will trust you as their leader when you are composed. They are more likely to respect you and they are more likely to exhibit composure themselves if they witness that trait in you. To be clear, composure doesn't mean that you're not emotional or you you simply don't care. It's not what I'm trying to say. It means that you acknowledge the emotion in any situation and choose consciously to rise above it. Are there times when you have to ramp up your intensity? Yes. Are there times when you have to send a signal that you're serious and something is important? Absolutely. 
but it comes down to how you send the signal. See, responding to a difficult situation requires composure, especially from leaders, especially if you're in a leadership position, right? When composed physically and mentally, a leader exhibits certainty. Certainty, underscore, highlight, and bold. I really want you to get this. Certainty, not self-confidence, is what draws people to leaders. The more certain you are is what attracts you to others. A leader's calmness in a challenging situation is reassuring. And guess what? It's also contagious. It gives other people confidence, especially when they need it most. So here's the deal. We are all signal senders is how I like to say it. Like we all send signals to other people about how we're feeling at that moment. And when there's a problem, I have to ask you, what signals do you send? Think about that for a second, right? Like reflect about your own behavior and think about when, when your back is against the wall, what signals do you want to send to other people, right? And whether you do or not, this is where we can always keep raising our game, right? This is where I always play back like, okay, where did I show up yesterday as a leader I aspire to be? Where did I not? Okay, what can I do differently today to actually correct that behavior? See, because when we're stressed, a leader must raise their awareness to the signals that they're sending intentionally or unintentionally. Sometimes it may not even be words that come off our, our, off our lips. It could be our body language. But when we're composed and certain, right, when we have that certainty, you send a, a, a signal to your team that together we can get through any situation, right? That certainty is what is what admits that signal, right? That, that okay, we can navigate this. And, and leaders remind their team in difficult situations to stay calm, to stay rational, and to let them know that we're all in this together and that together we have the combined ability and experience to make the best of whatever situation lays at our feet. That's what being a team is. Can you feel the difference? Can you feel like if you were responding to that, like, can you, can you feel a rally cry, right? And I say that because it's easy to let our emotions get the best of us. I, and I'm raising my hand. I'll be the first one to admit that, right? We can quickly become frustrated, outraged, and even at times lose our temper when things don't go as expected or as planned, or even when we're just simply feeling like the world's like there's too much on our plate and we're overwhelmed, right? But being emotional does not serve us well as leaders. If we, if our emotions are not carefully managed, right? If we don't raise our level of consciousness to carefully manage our emotions, we will give off a signal to other people that we are uncertain and that we're afraid, which actually makes us more unpredictable to those we interact with, which is most of the time not the intention. When you feel your emotions boiling, I encourage you to take a time out, right? I mean, it sounds so simple, but it's not always, I always have expressions, you know, common sense is not always common practice, right? When overwhelmed, our natural reaction as humans is to do more to pedal faster, to work harder, to get up earlier and to stay up later, right? But conversely, what if we took a timeout? Like for me, taking a timeout is like one of my go-to tools. It's, it's an opportunity to center myself, right? It's an opportunity to just be, to, to refocus. It's, it's a quiet place 
where I can evaluate how I feel about something and think through what I really need to accomplish in the most graceful way to achieve it. I can't tell you the number of times a timeout has actually saved me from doing probably something really stupid, right? Many leaders spend most of their time overwhelmed, tired, and buried in the day-to-day routine, so much so that they're unable to see beyond tomorrow. And it kind of pains me when I see that look on people's face. And I always tell them that a frantic mind is not a creative mind. And there's nothing the frantic mind would come up with that would really be truly useful. I mean, think about that. Have you ever been in a situation where you're just like, it's piling on, your, your, your mind is racing frantically? Have you ever really had a breakthrough idea in that moment? I don't know about you, but for me, the answer is no. It's usually when I center myself, when I calm myself down, right? When I can get myself re-focused uh, that those some of those breakthrough ideas come. And I say that because it's difficult to hear that inner voice that you're looking for when your frantic voice is throwing a temper tantrum, right? <laughs> I mean, when stressed, I always tell and encourage people to disconnect from the frantic, faster, faster voice that, that, that our world and our society keeps sending us. And I, and I always say, reconnect with your inner voice, right? The inner voice is where the answers to your deepest problems lie. You have to trust that the answers you seek are already being spoken. The problem is the noise around you is way too loud for you to hear them. So I encourage you to give yourself permission to compose yourself, to breathe, just just to compose and breathe and regain control of your thoughts so you can effectively respond to the situation at hand. See, every leader has a choice. And if you follow my work, I'm always talking about this, right? Certain emotionally charged situations are going to test your leadership resolve. That's a fact. The voice in your head is going to go to the worst possible scenario, right? It's going to chant, this is bad. This is totally bad. And our natural human reaction when that happens is to defend ourselves or immediately try to fix the situation. And without realizing it, you're going to find yourself spiraling further into the drama of the circumstance. And I'm saying this from my own experience and the experience of those I, I coach. See, because intellectually, we're all pretty smart people. Intellectually, we know our reaction to any circumstance is our choice. But that doesn't mean it's always easy to control. Contrary to what you may believe, you can't control the situation. It is what it is right? The only action a leader can control in any circumstance is if they choose to react or respond to the situation. And depending upon your choice, you affect the outcome one way or the other. So the next time a circumstance triggers that feeling of fear, of frustration, of annoyance, of defensiveness, anger, or any other challenging emotion you want to add to the list, notice if you find yourself reacting or responding and give yourself time to quietly practice being aware of the, quote, it's bad story you keep telling yourself about this situation. This momentary awareness that you give yourself creates a little gap around the experience itself. And that gap that I'm talking about is just enough space for you to remind yourself that you have the power to respond as the composed leader you aspire to be. All right. I have to run. I hope you have a great week. And remember, you always have a choice. Don't worry about where you are, what you've done, or what you failed to do. Today, like every day, is a new beginning. I encourage you today to begin to raise your level of consciousness to how effectively you are showing up as a leader. As leaders, we are needed most 
when there's a problem, right? That's like almost like the doorbell ringing for us, right? When there's a problem is when we have to step forward. And the momentary license that you give yourself to step back from a difficult situation, right, allows you to hear the inner messages that will enable you to regain your composure. You will be amazed at what you can learn by listening to your inner voice. We'll talk to you next week. Do me a favor and share this podcast with others in whatever way serves you best. Enjoy your week, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.